What's going on, everybody? How we doing? Welcome to this week's edition of the 48 Minutes Basketball Network podcast. I know we are doing this live on the internet during the National Football College Champ- National College Football Championship game. So if you are tuning in, thank you. Uh, I don't think you're going to be missing hey, much of a college football game. So Listen, my national championship was last week, and we blew it. So yeah. I, this game well, means nothing to me. Peanuts. Nothing. <laughs> uh, mine is Sunday, and then if they win, the Sunday after that. And if and they then win, the Sunday, the Sunday after, after that. that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm with you on not caring about this whatsoever. So. Nope. Not a uh, bit. Yeah. Isn't Monday Night Raw on? Like, shouldn't people be watching that, right? Yeah, NBA right. games are on. I mean, yeah, come they on, should. They, yeah, they should be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. This, this game means nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Tim Daniel here with us, Ben Brown. Uh, I think we're going to have Sean and Josh. Uh, they told us they'd be in, but we haven't heard from either of them yet. Um, so we're going to go with it until then. I uh, kind of see how this goes. But Ben, um, uh, Chris Spalding asks who's winning the national championship. I, I would guess Georgia. Um um, I said Georgia by two plus scores. Yeah. Um, that, that was my, that was my thing. I, I just think that, um, TCU, the most talented team they played was Michigan just this past weekend. And I mean, they, they, I mean, they played well, but Michigan, I don't think is better than Georgia, um, or Alabama or, you know, I can't say Ohio state cause they did beat Ohio state fairly well, but, um, I, yeah. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that. Te- well, I can't say I don't think they have a chance, but I think that. I think It'll that Georgia is the far superior team. Yeah, unless you mean college basketball, Chris. Then it's uh, probably. I'm going to go with Houston. I think Houston is uh, pretty crazy good. So, man. Um, man, are they good? Yeah, they're fun to watch. I know they just beat Cincinnati yesterday. Amazing job by the American Athletic Conference, by the way, scheduling that game during a Bengals game a that's Bengals term game. home field advantage for the playoffs. Just. Yeah. Right on, American Athletic Conference. Way to go. You want to talk about somebody not paying attention. (laughs) Right. What a terrible scheduling job. Like, what what in the world would make you do that? So, yeah, the Horizons, like, very – NKU had a home game yesterday at 2 o'clock during the Bengals game. And then on Super Bowl Sunday, NKU has a game at 1 at home. I'm like – Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I like what Chris says. He was talking about football, but he'll take both answers. There you um, go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to start real quick. Uh, let's do the, a little bit of a bench god segment. I don't know if you necessarily have one at the moment, Ben. If you do, awesome. If not, we can talk both talk about mine. Um, yeah. But, you know, with what we do and how often we're around the local college basketball programs, it's very rare we get to talk about kids that, like, we got to see on a consistent basis two or three times a week. 
And uh, finally, I get to talk about one that is playing in the league and doing his thing. And I'm just like a proud papa, you know, just a proud watching my guy do his thing in New Orleans. Uh, Najee Marshall That's great to say. is I knew the Najee, name. I knew Najee Marshall was coming, dude. He's been phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. He's it's been, been so incredible. fun. <laughs> I used to argue so much with scouts about Najee Marshall because, like, mm-hmm. I would just tell them, like, you have to draft him. If he is there and you have a shot at him, you will not regret having him on your team. And uh, New Orleans gets him on the two-way. You know, he played really well his first year after uh, being in the G League and being in the the, the G League bubble. Mm -hmm. And this year has just taken full-on steam with, you know, they're down Brandon Ingram for a long time now. You know, Mm -hmm. they've been looking at guys like Herb Jones and Trey Murphy. And Najee Marshall has been right there with those guys just really contributing uh, you know, consistently as you're seeing tweets, Najee Marshall, new career high in points, Najee Marshall, new career high in points. It's happened like three mm-hmm. times already this year. And I think twice in the last week. Um, this is what I expected when I saw him at Xavier every week. You know, when I saw like Xavier would be down a lot and he would bring him back, he would bring them back into the game in the second half. Um, this is kind of what I expected. So yeah. I'm so happy we can sit here and talk about my guy. And how well he's yeah. playing. I'm so proud. I'm so excited. So Najee Marshall, you are the bench god from me this week. I'll I will second that. Um, only the, I got the chance to watch them play. Um, it was this past week, and and like you talking about his growth and development uh, from when he started to the G League to now to where he is and his role with the Pelicans. Like he is a he is a big time contributor for them. Not just a not just not just, just a spot guy. Like they're right. he is, he has been a big time contributor for them, especially with uh Brandon, you know, Brandon Ingram being out. Now Zion is out. He has been a he has contributed a lot to that team. Um him and Jackson Hayes both Jackson Hayes is starting to get a little bit more run now that they're down two other both their bigs, which I've always liked Jackson Hayes. I always thought mm-hmm. he was very um athletic. Um, and I always thought that he he uh, was a good defender around the rim, um, and, and it, it kind of shocked me that he wasn't playing as much as he was earlier in the year. But he's getting a little bit more run now. Um, but yeah, those two have been phenomenal for the Pelicans. Um, and I, don't, I can't say they haven't lost a step because I mean, of course, you're missing Brandon Ingram, who's 25 points a game, and a Zion who's averaging probably 27 or so points a game. So you're missing two huge players, but those two have really stepped up. Um, and I knew when you said when you said a proud pop, I knew you were going to say Najee Marshall because he has been playing lights out. He has been. I mean, the, I know they lost the Nets game Friday, but he was really good in that game. And then yesterday he was really good again. Um, it's awesome. It's so cool. It's uh, it's been great. I'm I'm really really happy for him. Yeah. Um, for a guy who a lot of people were like, I don't know if I want to draft him, and we were like, and I was like, I'm telling you, you spend a second round pick on him, you're you're getting a steal. And yeah. uh, New Orleans has definitely gotten a steal out of him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ben, my I'm not <laughs> talking about the Lakers lasted all of two weeks because they decided to start winning yeah, games. Man. You know, whatever. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, you you they they literally forced your hand into talking about them, and we had we had strictly said. We are not going to talk about a 13-seed Laker team anymore. Yet now LeBron, who's playing like he's 21 again, um, 
is is uh pretty much put them on their back, especially with Anthony Davis out, and he's been. I I I mean I I feel like a broken record, and I feel like it, it's crazy that we're bringing this up, but um, to to watch him now, um, Father Time does not exist with LeBron James, and I don't care what anybody says. You cannot convince me that a third. He's thirty eight. Tim, I'm 44. He's only six years younger than me. Six. He's only six years younger than me. And this dude is out here freaking windmilling on fast breaks. He's still got the same hops that Catch he's had. Oops. Catching oops. Catching oops. That one he caught, people, I don't think people realize how difficult of an alley-oop that was, the one he caught. And he re- caught it and did a reverse dunk on it. Like, that was a bad toss by Dennis Schroeder, and he made it look phenomenal. Yeah. And he's and on top of that, this dude's playing 40 minutes a night, Tim. 40 minutes a night. So, like, they are resting him tonight against Denver. We do should, probably should go and point that out. So, if they lose yeah. after this, we didn't jinx him. LeBron just We didn't, didn't jinx him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, dude. So, you know, the Kings game the other night was obviously, like, insane. Um but we've talked quite a bit about Westbrook and how well he's played off the bench throughout the year. Mm-hmm. But Schroeder, you know, his, since he came back from ha- having his baby, we, we talked about the baby bump of Fred Van Vliet a couple of years ago. The baby bump is real. Yeah. The baby bump is 100% real. Um, mm-hmm. And he's played very well. But, dude, Thomas Bryant has been yes. a revolution for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's probably overstating it, but he's been very good. Um, he's been very good. So the last couple of weeks, he's had a couple 20 and 10s in there. He was great in the Sacramento game on Saturday night, you know, with a team that's really needed scoring underneath with Davis being out. He's been tremendous. Um, not to mention they've been down Austin Reeves. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, after my pleading, my guy finally got a face scan of 2K. He looks like Austin Reeves now, not some computer generated <laughs> human. They was doing your man dirty, wasn't they? <laughs> they were, man. They were. Um, oh, they were doing him dirty. Yeah, Austin Reeves. Uh, Lonnie Walker's been hurt, who has been really pretty good for them throughout the mm-hmm. year. But they're they're playing well right now. I do suspect they will lose tonight, obviously, with just Westbrook and Schroeder as your scoring options. Yeah. Um, Garrett yeah. Troy Brown might, I don't know. It seems like nightly some one of these random guys. Like Max Christie the other night played pretty well. Yeah. In, spot, in a few spot minutes, had a dunk. Um, I don't even know if he ever dunked in Michigan State. I'm sure if there's a Spartan fan on here, they'll be like, sir. Sir, he did dunk. He did dunk. <laughs> yeah, there's videotape of this. Um, but really, really excited for them. You know, look, this kind of begs the question, and we've talked about this so much, and I'm well aware of that. And I'm super sorry if you are sick of hearing about it because I'm sick of talking about it. But right. our job is to cover what's going on in the NBA, that is what mm-hmm. we do here. So they are the 11 seed, so we're not talking about a 13 seed Lakers. We're talking about 11 seed Lakers. First off, they have won five in a row. Again, will likely lose tonight. We're, we mm-hmm. know this, but they're 19 and 21. The Trailblazers are 19 and 20, who have the 10 seed. The Timberwolves are 20 and 21, who have the 9 seed. The Suns are 20 and 21, who have the 8 seed. The Clippers are 21 and 21 of the seventh seed. By the way, the Suns and Clippers have both lost six straight games each. Yes, they have. Uh, the Suns without without Devin Booker are atrocious. They're terrible. Oh, dude, let, let's 
just one second. I'm, I just, I just want to take 30 seconds. I, I don't think people realize, and they want to, I, I know people want to give Chris Paul a lot of credit, but yeah. I don't think they realize how, how non-effective Chris Paul is without another scoring option. Myself included. You know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, not to get off the Lakers subject, but I'm just saying, Devin Booker was so, I mean, I mean, it's kind of Captain Obvious, I know, but I don't think people realize how good Devin Booker was until yeah. this current losing streak and him being out. Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, do you think that, uh, since Devin Booker's on the cover of NBA 2K this year, do you think we're going to have the 2K curse now that the Madden curse has been broken? Ooh, um... Let's let's hope not. I, I yeah. no, nah, I don't. I don't think so. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, I think so too. I think we'll be all right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think actually. So I'm trying to think who's been on the cover of the two of two K last couple of years because I always get the legend editions. Uh, Paul George didn't get hurt his year. Giannis didn't mm-hmm. get hurt his year. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. I think we're all right. I think Kyrie I think did get hurt his year, but like Kyrie getting hurt is like you know, you you kind of plan for that in your schedule. Yeah. You budget those games, so. Mm-hmm. Par for yeah. the course, man. Par for the course. Right. Mm. Oh, hey. Oh, hi. Hey, hi. hey. Hey, hey. Late night, Sean. Late night, Sean. Late Did you night, take a Sean. nap? I thought we were going on at 830, guys. <laughs> you said I'd be good at 8. No, I thought I said 830. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, well, you you missed the Lakers segment anyway, so you're fine. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to hear about those bums anyway, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you came in at the wrong time because we're about to talk about some other bums. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I'm on not bum only, alert. Not only are the Lakers winning five in a row, forcing us to talk about them, the gosh darn Chicago Bulls are forcing us to talk about them too, winning five yep. of their last seven. Their only losses were Donovan Mitchell scoring 71 points in overtime and a game they totally blew in Cleveland on New Year's Eve that they should have won. We're going to get into Zach Levine in a little bit. We talk about this excessive scoring going around the league right now, but this team has won five of seven. We talked about the Lakers, how they're kind of bunched in everything in the West with like, uh, as far as that, uh, play-in situation the bulls are in the play-in the bulls right now if the season ended would be hosting the hawks in the play-in um and they are just yeah and they're three games out of the seven spot from the knicks so like after the knicks the east is kind of woof uh but yeah. you know heat the heat down. Kind, kind of yeah <laughs> kind of kind of woof not just yeah. like downright average to terrible all right <laughs> i mean let's just put it this way guys Orlando is only four games out of the play-in right now. Dude, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. wild. Go, go Orlando. That's wild. I know. And, I and you know what? This I, hey, play that theme music. Play the yeah. theme music. <laughs> Dude, I have to get it. I have to like. You know what, Ben? You're right. I should make a version of that where I can just have the click and just play yep. while we do that. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you look at that team, and at least everyone would be happy to see them. And because it's like, look, we drafted smart, and we're back in the playoffs. We're making progress. We're doing things. We're not just going to stand pat and just be, you know, average mm-hmm. like the Hawks or the Bulls or the Knicks or pretty much anybody else in the East. Mm-hmm. So I said before, I think Orlando basically did the whole like minor league draft thing where like after the first five or six rounds, when you get guys who are like, four or five tool players 
You get guys mm-hmm. who do one thing really well. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that guy, um, he throws 97 miles an hour, so we need to have him. Uh, that guy, he runs a 4-3 on the base pass, so we need him. That guy just hits homers. Like, he might bat 196, but he hits 35 homers. Orlando was like, we'll trade for Bull Bull. He's tall. They're like, Palo Bancaro. He's tall. He can score. He's tall. <laughs> Cole Anthony, he's got a motor. Markel Fultz, well, he was the first-round pick, so we could probably revive him. And guess what? I know 15 and 25 is not sexy to anybody else, but whatever they're putting together is working. By the way, Palaban Caro is tremendous. Anyway. Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. So we talked earlier in the year, and we've talked all this all the time about, like, I'm not off the blow it up thing yet, but I think selling this team on being a six seed is very possible at this point. Give it a couple weeks to see how it plays out, especially with their schedule. Mm. But Zach Levine is starting to look like the guy that we wanted him to be when he signed that big contract. I still think I would take Levine over Bradley Beal. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Uh, oh, I would, I would too. But it, it, there's guys like I've talked about this a bunch. Like this team is going nowhere at all. You can, you can sneak into the playoffs as the sixth seed. You can sneak into the playoffs as the eighth seed. It doesn't matter. You're going to probably lose in the second round regardless. And being mediocre is worse than being bad this year because if you're bad, you have a chance at a generational talent. If you're if you're downright average, you, you, know, you know why this is happening right now? It's because of the Reinsdorfs. They're like, well, we'll get to the playoffs. We'll make a little bit more money this year and and you know the fans will be locked in and the casuals will be like well they weren't so bad but they are they're bad every year they never get past the second round and there's no point this team is not going anywhere Vooch does not make this team better I mean Wendell Carter who I don't like is running circles around him defensively right now just running circles we lost that trade so bad at this point, so bad. They turned Vooch into Wendell Carter and Franz Wagner. Okay? Yep. Two actual people that can, like, contribute to a team that are, and they're growing, and whatever they're built, we said this, whatever they're building down in Orlando, is that, and it makes me jealous because at least they have a future. This Bulls team does not have, they cannot see past the second round. Why continue down this? There's nothing. They're not just going to magically click and become better than the Bucks. Like they're not. I don't think they have another choice. I mean, really, I don't like Orlando's playing way too well for them to have a top four pick. You know, whether, you know, that that's protect, you know, so it's not going to be protected even if they make the trade. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't see a situation where, yeah, you're right. They probably don't have a future. But like, am I just gonna sit here and not have fun when they actually play well for one of the few times in my life since the '90s? Like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna have fun. Okay. With it. Um, yeah, I would much rather they had like a big situation. I'd much rather the point guard they made a sign and trade for and lost uh, second round picks for in a tampering case was playing. But yeah, this this uh, team is not this team's not built. They're not. They were constructed. It was a big swing and a big miss, and. And everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong. And, you know, while I appreciate Zach Levine is putting up, you know, numbers like he should be, because this is what he is. He was supposed to be better than DeMar DeRozan. I still don't think he is. No, I mean, no one does. No. 
if you do, then you've got. Well, they're they're paying him like they're paying him like he is. Well, yeah, because you know they're probably expecting they could pick up the March second contract with the Bulls here in a couple years when he's thirty seven years old. Ooh, wow. Yeah, let's just kind of all just. But look, to be fair, they're playing at Boston tonight. I know they've somehow played really well against Boston forever. They are losing at the moment, so this will probably end. Uh, if you look at their schedule this week. <laughs> You're like, they've been playing well. No, they are losing right now. I just want to go ahead and point that out. So, you know, in typical Bulls fashion, this is what's going to happen this week. They probably will end up somehow pulling off this Celtics game. They'll lose to Washington. They'll lose to Oklahoma City, and they'll beat Golden State on Sunday because they get up for whoever they're playing, and they play to the competition down to whoever is, like, worse than them. But yeah. if, you, uh, if we're going to kick these teams like the Lakers and the Bulls while they're down, like I feel like as like it's it's responsible to mention like hey they're playing pretty well uh, when they are. I so, agree. Yeah, but I agree. If they could tank at this point, if like DeRozan and Levine could just play bad and get us that shot, I would take it. I just don't see any case. I think they're better off rooting for the Portland pick. I just yeah. Think they yeah. Are. yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so. The theme of this week's show we wanted to talk about is this bonanza of scoring going on in the league of late. Do you like my graphic, by the way? Oh, yeah, Lori Markkinen. I love how the, the shoulder's shoulders going in there. <laughs> yeah. So, Donovan Mitchell, as we know, in that last Bulls game in overtime that we just, just discussed, scored 71 points. And... It was awesome to watch live. It was even more fun to watch on the rerun. Like, it was just a great time. Um, so Giannis follows that up the next night, scoring 54, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, Lori scores 49. Rozier scored 39 over the weekend. Levine had a 41-point game Friday, um, and then 36 on Saturday against Utah. Was the, so, was, was the 41 by Levine his, his highest-scoring game? I believe it was. Let me okay. see if I can pull it up real quick on basketball reference while chatting because this is what we do here. Um, so, obviously, I know the first thing people who don't watch the league are going to say, and it's the thing that drives us the craziest about people who don't oh, watch the NBA. Here, here it goes. But we're just going to go ahead and say this is not for lack of defensive effort whatsoever. Yeah. I think you can we can attest many of times that like the do you realize okay actually his crew house fifty he okay. did it yeah um so basketball reference out of that career high section thank God for that by the way just makes everything so much easier um mm-hmm. but I don't think this is lack of defensive effort I think we've talked about this a million times now so this is broken record again this is just our broken record episode I'm assuming um. This is just what offense is right now. Like this is just how talented these dudes are. Ben, you just talked about it for five for a few minutes there. LeBron scoring at 38 years old, scoring 36 a night right now. Um, you know, Terry Rozier, the Hornets gave him this much money to do what he's doing right now. And hopefully right now they're hoping he's using this to get, get uh, improve their trade stock on him because you talk about teams that are just atrocious and not going anywhere. That's probably IDI number one as Oof. far as a bad team. Um you know, Giannis is a guy who's an MVP candidate year in and year out. Um, I think Mitchell right now, you can certainly make the case as an MVP candidate. Uh, Levine certainly not because the team's not good enough. Markkinen's not because the team's not good enough. But I think he's going to be an all-star this year. But mm-hmm. scoring is insane right now. 
And if you're going to do the whole like, yeah, well, you know, they don't play any defense, then go watch college football. You're like, oh, my God, this team just won this ball game scoring 49 points. You're like, what defense was there? So, anywho. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that, and I, I think we were talking about it in the chat. Uh, there are 17. There are 17 scores in the league right now that are averaging at 25 points a game or above. Um, and one of them is actually at 17. He's the last one on the on the list, and he's your two-time MVP in Nikola Jokic, averaging 25. Or averaging twenty five point three, the master so, of spacing, Nikola. Correct. So I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to say that they're not playing any defense because I don't think um, average NBA watchers know how difficult it is to score the basketball in an NBA game, or how skilled you have to be to be able to put the ball in the basket that many times. Um, and how good you have to be to stop that, and right? Yeah. And then how? Yeah, and how good you have to be to design a defense that's going to stop Kevin Durant every night? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think that the game is starting to evolve to the point where you've got guys that go out and, and they perfect their craft and they get really good at scoring in the basketball. I think we had a little bit. Um, in the era before that, we had a few guys that could do that. I mean, guys that just put it in the basket, like Kobe Bryant. Kobe was a guy that could just put it in the basket. But I think the era before that was more about um, guys playing their roles. Is that like, oh man, I love guys that box out and put right, their elbows like, out. Yeah, I think that that <laughs> I think that was the era that that was in. Like it, it was it was it was guys that were playing their roles. They did their thing. And there was one guy that just scored the basketball. So I, I think now we're getting to the point where um, our scorers are asked to do more um, because if they don't, their teams don't win. Like you take a Luka Doncic. If Luka doesn't score 30 a game, Dallas is a below 500 basketball team. Facts. You, you know what I mean? So like he's he has to do those things. Uh, LeBron right now, without Anthony Davis, he has to score 36 a night. If he doesn't, they don't win, as you'll see tonight, because he's yeah. not playing. Like, so I, I think that that's the thing. I think that those guys, the, the what they're being asked to do, um, is 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 more relevant and more evolved than it has been ever before. Yeah, and I think too, you know, all the people who are like, I really prefer the college game to the NBA. I'm like. Okay, if you prefer watching these kids just shoot 30,000 mid-range contested jumpers with a hand in their face the whole time and bricking 40% of them and having three guys in your team that can shoot threes compared to the whole league that can stretch the floor, mm -hmm. even on the worst teams, we just made fun of the Charlotte Hornets. They have LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier. They can score. It's, you know, be my guest. If that's if that's the basketball you like are using in preference and reference, it's a totally different sport. Totally it's not different. even the same sports. Really? I witnessed I, when I went to the NKU game the other night, guys. I think I probably witnessed twenty air balls. It was just defense. It was just defense. There was no offense. <laughs> hands and up! Hands up! Hands up! Hands, hands up. up! 
like Ryan, who was taking pictures that night, like he had a hard time getting any action from the photos because like, <laughs> like he was like he was like, man, it's like watching paint dry out here. I mean, there was like there was like one dunk and that was it. There was nothing. There was nothing. I mean, I would have killed your feet. Slide your feet. I would. I would. <laughs> ice, ice, ice. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was dying for like a fist fight to break out or something, but you know, I wasn't that lucky. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not saying I dislike college basketball because obviously, like it, it's been very good. Oh, it, it can be. It can. You no, know, college basketball can be very fun, but I don't understand people that won't give the NBA a chance because it's always the same person who goes, well, you know, they're out there getting all this big money and everything, but it's the same person who watches the NFL who's saying right. it's yeah. always the same person. And they're like, well, watch how much money there. Joe Burrow gets this off season. Tell me about yeah. money. Okay? Yeah. Literally, literally every single person who ever argues that is like an NFL oh. fan. And I'm like, you know, why do you think the Bengals got a sponsor in their stadium the year before they could re-sign Joe Burrow's extension? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, you got to. I mean, you're literally gonna have to drive a Brinks truck to his house, like, <laughs> bro. Not a Brinks truck. You're gonna have to set up a Brinks branch in oh his my garage. Gosh. <laughs> you just said that, and my brain just went, "Oh my gosh, he's gonna be like the Bengals don't do that typically." But man, if you don't throw a bag and a half or five or six at that dude like and here's the thing it's gonna right need to be at least so. a couple bags ben yeah. <laughs> rightfully so he has earned everything yes so yeah. yes if he's not the quarterback of my team one day i will cry my heart my eyes out i just yeah. will be very yeah. miserable we have to we have to at least keep him through his his prime yeah when's that end? Him off. yeah hopefully, hopefully never hopefully, never. hopefully, hopefully yeah. he's brady and he's still just playing you know 20 years from now and we're like yeah we got like six super bowls under our belt we're the best <laughs> we're the best he gets the brady calls and i'll tell you after years of the Bengals not getting any calls i will take it i will gladly yeah. take it i know i feel better I, i'm happier for you tim than literally any other Bengals fan man because i feel like you have lived and mostly died watching them <laughs> yeah yeah that's for sure um mm -hmm. anyway so this back to our crazy tangent there uh let's bring it back home um yeah i just think the scoring here is one it's fun like if you're choosing mm -hmm. to not enjoy this you do not have fun in life so let's just like like i don't understand why if it's like you watch a college basketball game they're like this guy might score 30 you're like oh my god i gotta turn it on real quick i gotta watch this guy score 30 and it's like there was a guy in the NBA that literally just scored 70 and he played 50 minutes and you're like, yeah. whatever. What was the defense like? <laughs> it, it's yeah. as I'm saying this in my mind, I'm thinking about the people who literally spend half their life with the goat debate and just how they throw the same five facts at each other. And it annoys me so much. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. well, you know, he went six and no in the finals. Well, he went to 10 finals. Well, he played for the same team his whole career. No, he didn't. He played for the wizards for two years. And it's like, I hate all of you. <laughs> I hate all of you. All right. Anything else we want to touch on there? Let's get to this Duran injury, shall we? Yeah. Oh, let's. Let's. So, it's around the All Star break. You know what that means? Kevin Durant is injured. <laughs> Ke 
you can count on the all-star break that Kevin Durant's going to be injured. Like you can count on Chris Paul not being healthy in the playoffs. It is hand in hand or Blake Griffin for that matter. Um, mm-hmm. So Boston, hopefully you don't keep having your rotation by the postseason. I don't think you will because you're smarter than that, but uh, currently right now. So it looks like he has an MCL injury and they're saying he'll be reevaluated in two weeks. It doesn't mean he'll be back in two weeks though. He mm-hmm. could be, I'm not a doctor, not going to point him to be, um, <laughs> but very possible that he misses extended time. Uh, he'll once again probably be the leading vote getter for the All Star break because that's a great idea. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Durant right now, the Nets are 27 and 13. They're a game back from the Celtics uh, for the number mm-hmm. one seed. They're a game and a half above Milwaukee and Cleveland, uh, you know, Philly and Indiana, obviously right there, bottom, filling out the bottom, the top six. But, you know, this is kind of goes to our conversation we've had for about six years now. So everyone's like, it's Brooklyn. They're playing really well. They'll be fine. It's like, okay, without Kevin Durant, this Mm. team looks so different when it's like, I understand Kyrie Irving's playing really well right now. And he has looked very good. Like he has looked awesome. And he is definitely good enough to win you ballgames. How many ballgames can he win you, though? Like right. we, we we've talked this for years with Kyrie Irving. Like when he mm-hmm. is option one, how far can you go? He's great. He's unbelievable. Like he is mm-hmm. as much as I don't like him personally as a person, I there's no one more beautiful to watch play basketball as far as when he's yeah. in the open lane and what he can do with the ball. It's unbelievable. Um he had a putback dunk the other night. That was kind of wild. Yes, he did. It was sick. Yeah. But you're then relying on TJ Warren, who has played well. Uh my guy Edmund Sumner. You know, Nick Claxton, who's also been hurt mm-hmm. and has played well. I really like Nick Claxton. Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal. Roy- Royce O'Neal won him the game last night. Yeah, right. Um, by the way, those Miami classics, so beautiful. Yeah. So mm. beautiful. But if he if they miss about a month, I mean Brooklyn's a playoff team. No one's doubting right. that. They're pro they're they're an Eastern Conference menace. But without Durant, do you think they're better than Milwaukee? Do you think they're better than Philly? Do you think they're better than? I mean, they're better than Indiana without him. No, right, right, yeah, yeah. No, not dogging Indiana by any means. No, 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 no. You're no, you're spot on. You're spot you can on. make a case that Cleveland's very competitive with them at that point. Um, I certainly don't think this will be a lengthy injury. It's probably out a few weeks. I think yeah, that, that's but, what it sounds. That's what it sounds like. I yeah, I don't think he's. They're not. Without Kevin Durant, they're not better than Boston. Um, right. I don't. They're think not they're better with them with him. Yeah. 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 And um, you know so. The only team that I could see that would give them you know, some fits there, Cleveland Cavaliers could give them some fits. I, I wouldn't want to run into Cleveland at all during the playoffs this year because they have a home series. They're very, yeah. they're very, uh, they're very hungry right now. Um, they're gritty and they're, you know, they've they've got a lot of options and they've got some depth on that team. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I think this is just going to be a small. I mean, they might fall a little bit in the standings or Kyrie Irving is just going to just ball out over the next couple of weeks. And we might see some 50 burgers from him and, and yeah. just, you know, let that go. Or maybe just maybe Ben Simmons picks it up a little bit and nope. contributes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even think about it. That's, that's not their option. Um, <laughs> nope. I um, forgot. Is he, is he in the lineup right now? Or is he yeah, he's again? Playing. Yeah, no, he's, he's playing. playing. He's playing. No, he's been playing. And actually, 
He's not playing bad. He's just not. He's just not a scorer. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, you know, their top two scorers, of course, are Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, which com- they combine for like 55 points a game. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot for for Kyrie and Irving to carry that much of the offensive load. Um, and I think you already made this statement, Tim, but you look at the next guys, like Nick Claxton at 12 points a game. TJ Warren, he just came back. He's only played 16 games. He's gonna he's at 9.9 points a game. Royce O'Neal's at 9.4. Seth Curry is at 9.2. Joe Harris at 7.9. Ben Simmons at 7.7. Sumner at 6.8. Like they don't have anybody other than Kyrie and Kevin Durant that scores over 12 points a game. Bro. So, you know yeah, it's, like, it's going to be a rough stretch. Like, you know who, like I don't know what you said. It's going to be a rough you know, stretch. You know who doesn't have a problem shooting for 55 points a game, like gaming for it every night? It's Kyrie Irving. Oh, He's it's Kyrie. Oh, Say Kyrie's going to be the ball. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, Kyrie I mean, will have 40, 40 shot attempts. Easy. I mean, the sh- the shot that he took last night before Royce O'Neal saved them and tipped the ball in was absurd. I mean, it was like yeah. from the logo and he's just like, I got six seconds. Why not? Why not? <laughs> you know? And I was like, and like, I mean, and he was, he was guarded, man. I'm like, I'm like, what is he doing? And then it bounced out. And then Royce O'Neal pulled it down and just barely got out of his hands in time. Yep. I mean, it was, it was stupid. So yeah, yeah, Kyrie will have no problem being the man for the next couple of weeks. And that's fine. As long as he doesn't get hurt or say something stupid or, yeah. you know. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I, I think that. Um, I, I don't I, think I, he would do anything like that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I let's, let's hope he let's let's hope he doesn't. Um, but I think he can carry them to 500. I mean, I think they oh, can maintain 500 yeah. during the stretch. Yeah. So that's yeah. all they need to do. Yeah, yeah. Says right. the game plans about a month is what they're game planning for. Yeah, just yeah. they just need to limp into the All Star break. If they can do yep. that, they'll be fine. I, I don't yeah. and and I don't want to. You're going to get Kevin Durant back, and it doesn't matter who plays them in the uh, in the playoffs at that point. If they're at full strength, you don't want to play yep. them. You don't no, play you them. Don't want, yeah, Kevin you don't Durant. He's been playing out of his mind this year. So I mean, I mean. I've never seen a player with. I mean, I mean, it has. I, can you remember an, an Achilles injury? Someone coming back from that and just doing what he's doing every night. Uh, Neek is the closest. Yeah, Dominic. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. But he wasn't he's incredible. Mess. No. Yeah. He. He. Neek was superhuman, though. He was. Superhuman. Yeah. Neek was definitely superhuman. So this is what their rest of the month looks like for them. So home games against Boston and Oklahoma City. Then you have a lengthy road trip. This is a pretty tough road trip. San Antonio, Phoenix, Utah, Golden State, Philadelphia. Actually, it's really not that up for a road trip, just Philadelphia. But yeah. uh, unless Devin Booker comes back, then the Suns have superpowers. Without him, right. they're so bad. Um, mm-hmm. And then you got the Pistons, the Knicks, the Lakers, and then you go to Boston, Washington, the Clippers. That's what your next month looks like. So, you know, yeah, like you said, Ben, I think with Kyrie, they can he can easily pull in the 500. He's going to shoot about 96 times a game. Oh, um, yeah. He's gonna let it fly. There's yeah, no about it. Talk about college basketball. He's that guy that's like, guys, I got this. I got this. <laughs> what do you say? ISO, ISO. <laughs> <laughs> no, Royce, all the way over. Yep. Get Royce, the corner. 
Get in, get in the, the corner. corner. Get in the corner, Royce. <laughs> Edmund, do not cut to the basket. They're like, all right, well, whatever. Um, so Josh, I guess, is not going to make it here in time for this. That's okay. Uh, I guess we had a scheduling mishap. That's on me. Um, <laughs> One guy doesn't show at all. The other one's 15 minutes late. It's on you, Tim. It's on, I'm just kidding. It's not. It was totally on me. All right. So Sean was in charge this week of this our full court heave. And this is a fun one, Sean. So Beautiful. go for it. It is a sequel to last week's, which is teams that need to blow it up. This is the, the ever mighty sequel, full court heave colon what teams are a move away so go ahead what are you gonna say mm. cleveland <laughs> yeah well obviously obviously yeah so there are a couple there there are several teams this year and and when you look back at you know the nba finals over the last you know 20 25 years of teams that ended up making a move that ended up getting them to the nba finals or winning an nba finals um there are several um, obviously, you know, I'm going to go back to 2004 first and then mention Rashid Wallace to Detroit. Absolutely. He was, he was the piece. He he's the perfect example of that, but also, you know, over the last couple of years, uh, Orlando, the Orlando magic made it to the NBA finals. Uh, they traded for pretty much everyone the two years that they had their run. I mean, at one point mm-hmm. they had Vince Carter, they had Richard Lewis. Um, you know, they had, they had. Hidu Turgalo, they had all these different players that they they had assembled. Um, a couple of years ago, obviously Toronto was one piece away, and they went all in on that one piece and got Kawhi Leonard. Sure did. And he ended up winning them a, a title. The the Milwaukee Bucks, Rue Holiday, uh, huge. I mean, that's huge, especially in he had so many big plays. Um, so you always see teams like that, and there's a lot of teams that have enough to win the title right now. I think Boston is one of those teams. I really mm-hmm. do. Um, it would not surprise me if they want, went ahead and, and you know won the NBA title this year. It wouldn't surprise me at all, just with what they have. But yeah. you know, looking on the Eastern Conference, the Cavaliers are a team that I feel is one decent veteran away from I agree. Being, being an absolute stud team. And this is a team that has assets. They have Karis LeVert, um, other, you know, the Kevin Love Acoro. contract still there. Acoro. There are things that you can trade draft picks to be able to get that. Now, where do you want to make a move at with Cleveland when you look at their their roster? You know, uh, I mean, you don't want to. I mean, their 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 guards are set. Yeah. Okay. That like the bigs are set. They're not set. Yeah. There's well, no, I don't think so. So, my Mobley suggestion. So what was that? Mobley and Allen. Mobley and Allen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But I was also thinking the small forward too. I guess I would say ah. the wing. I think that's their one weakness. Weakness, yeah, for sure. Right now, is the wing. So you look at players that are going to be available, possibly over the next month. Um, they could get them to the next level. And if you want to go all chips in, um, for me, I feel like this is a great team for Siakam to go to. I like that. Mm. I, I think. I mean, he's a guy who's won a title already, and there's. I'm going to put Siakam on a few different places in a few different places. Cause I do think he does help some, some teams. Um, but I think their wing standing, they've got, like you said, they've got all these different players that, you know, are contributing or some, but they need, they need one other guy. I think a wing would get that. They're not getting LeBron James this year. So, <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so 
since you know he was sneaky and decided he couldn't be traded until the summer, which was all on him. Um, I think uh, I think they've moved on from that, from everything mm-hmm. I read. I think they finally moved on from the LeBron I'm, thing. I am I am one hundred percent be behind that. Um, yeah. The 76ers, um, they're another team that I feel like is one one player away. Joel Embiid is he's an incredible player. He is um, James Harden. James Harden's good sometimes he's not good sometimes but i don't i don't think philadelphia is winning the title this year do you guys feel that way no it's just too much of a no. packed east yeah it's too packed yeah so so yeah i agree i would say the 76ers are one player away um which would you would have to either a trade harden for somebody who makes him better or add a third star so which is going to be probably difficult with that Ooh, the whole Shay. Shay, Shay, see, you could do Hold that. on. Shay, yeah. don't do that. Shay's supposed to go to Dallas, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we'll was my one move. <laughs> that was it. Well, you just ruined it, Ben. God. You were gonna like you were gonna like come out of the curtains and then be like, oh Shay to Dallas, and we were gonna go, oh, yes. But dude, you I just dream of that. I just you just I dream of that. Yeah, tipped us off. So I think Philly is one move away. Um the Pacers, I think, is a team. Now, here's the thing with the Pacers. So I am not as locked in on the Pacers, obviously, as you are, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on with Miles Turner? Um, dude, I I think he feels disrespected. If I like he was he was all for being there until they started talking about trade rumors, and then they started trying to, to re-up his contract and he he did not. He denied them negotiations. So like he didn't even. It, it sounded like to me like he either didn't come to the table or he turned down the contract that they were trying to to so, put in front of him. So that's I don't a know big. If he's not, yeah, that's a huge one. I mean, especially with the way he's played. I mean, he's played just unbelievable. He's been absolutely fantastic this season. Yeah. And and I read the same thing. I, I was reading that he he basically was like, I'm not going to negotiate with you guys. So right. Yeah. Um, so, if he's not going to negotiate at this point, they're, I would imagine they're probably going to try to move him, right? Yeah, they will. I mean, he's got trade value right now. like Absolutely. Decent trade value. Yeah. Um, now, looking at some of these other teams, I, you know, after the Pacers, I don't think there's any other team in the Eastern Conference that is a one move away. Like, the Knicks aren't, the Heat aren't, the Bulls aren't, Hawks are disappointing. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we're not going to look at that. For Western you guys, Con- I'm loving it. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the Western <laughs> Conference, <laughs> the Western mm-hmm. Conference, uh, a few teams come to mind here. So the Grizzlies and the Nuggets both have, um, they're, it looks like they're tied right now for the top seed in the West. Um, they're both 26 and 13. Um, the Nuggets, I'm always hoping are that team that's ready for the NBA Finals, but they haven't proven it to me yet, mainly because of injuries. So I don't really know what to think about them. I think them getting Aaron Gordon last year or the year before was was huge. So, you know, I don't know if they – I mean, they have other assets that they can move on. Do you guys think that they're one move away, or do you think they have enough to win this year? Nope. Ooh. Yeah, I, I have a hard time putting any faith in – and and Denver, I I don't know why, because I mean, if you look at their roster, their their roster's okay. They're just not deep, man. Like they just don't have enough depth. 
in order to get to, you know, teams that teams that get to the finals have a second group that's solid. I mean, okay. uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like they have a second group that comes in and they're like, you, you, you know, you don't expect them to do the same as the first group, but, but they have, they have guys in that second group that all are able to hit big shots or, or able to make big plays or able to score from the bench. Like, I just don't think they have that um, outside of their starters. So, okay. Okay. I mean, I like Bones Highland. I think Bones Highland is that actually is my son's one of my son's favorite players. I mean, he he really likes him, but Bones, you know, yeah, he's good. But but outside of him, I mean, you you really don't have a whole lot of guys in that second unit that could could carry them during a championship like a championship series. You know, like so, everybody knows what Jokic can do, and Murray. I still think Michael Porter Jr. is is kind of a as a coin toss too, because I'm is. not sure. I'm not sure how consistent he's been yet. So you mentioned Siakam earlier. Yes. Uh, and then I, I know where I know where you're going with this. I can already feel it in my bones. But go ahead. I was kind of more thinking about like, what if they, you know, what about OG and Anobi being someone they move? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think he's like for Cleveland. I think OG and Obi makes a ton of sense. He does. Uh, um, I think he's kind of you know like no disrespect to Karis Levert. I just don't think he's been very good this year. Um, oh mm-hmm. no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take a waiver on Karis Levert. Um, you know, if I was a team trading away for him or anything like that. Like I, he's 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 one of those dudes who's just always injured to me. Yeah, like Isaac Okoro always... has gotten to the point where he's unplayable. Like yeah. Lamar Stevens is getting the Isaac Okoro minutes now, and Lamar yeah. Stevens has been really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, looking at the the Memphis Grizzlies, so this is a team that is. Yes. I feel like this team is very deep right now. Yes. They have a lot of different weapons, and there's some stuff that's expendable here. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is his. He's been great. Desmond Bain has just really come into his own this year. I, I really like Desmond Bain. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at this, you know, they're another team that could use a wing, I feel like, like a decent, decent wing um, or an actual, you know, decent center. So when you look at someone like the Grizzlies, is that someplace where Miles Turner could go? Ooh. I think that's a that would be a huge move for them. Hold like on. A huge He's going I'm, for it. Tim's, I'm going. I'm on the, the trade right. machine. He's like, Tim's let's see if it works. Right. He's getting let's the money see. right. <laughs> getting the money right. Tim getting the money right. Pacers and Grizzlies. All right. So let's 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 try this out here. So Miles Turner at 18 mil for this year. Mm-hmm. You know, expiring contract. If you're I'm trying to think who they'd be willing to part, because Danny Green is obviously the thing they're trying to move, because obviously he's injured. Right. Yep. So, I will do. They have so many damn guys on good contracts. That's the thing that's irritating. Yeah, yeah. Like Desmond Bain's making two million this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, that's a steal. So, one cut one point two million from what the Grizzlies are getting. I almost have it. I just got to find out someone on the Pacers is making like one point two mil. I can send to Memphis and I can make the money work. So mm. that will be. We'll send we'll send Langston Galloway there, right? No one really, yeah. no one's really gonna I, miss Langston Galloway. Who's gonna he might miss be a good him? locker room guy? All right, 
Okay. <laughs> so what do you got? What's the final Danny, tally here? So Danny Green's expiring his contract more or less than actually mm-hmm. than him and Xavier Tillman for Langston Galloway and Miles Turner. Mm. That's this is gonna be this is gonna be a, need to be a draft pick. There oh, there's too. picks in there for sure. I'm just talking. Yeah. Picks. Okay, just to make the money work. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're gonna want. Some, I think they're gonna want one of their young studs for him though. I just don't think if you're Memphis, I just don't think they would do that. Oh, I I wouldn't give up Bane uh, or yeah yeah not at all. I agree. Like even like Santi Aldama has been good. Yeah. Like yeah. you know yeah. he's a hard guy to move for them. Um. Obviously JJJ. Yeah, nope. Brandon. You they wouldn't move Brandon Clark. No, because he's been tremendous would, this year. They wouldn't move Jones. Like I, I yeah. There's, there's just they're they're just too, they're too deep with like you said, Tim. Too deep with two with good contracts with young players that have been valuable. Like I just don't see them moving any of those guys yeah. unless they feel like unless they feel like they're going to throw a whole lot of money at like Bain. Or or Brooks or one of those guys. Which the they are going to throw a whole lot of money at Bane. Yeah, yeah, so I they're going to have to. They're going to have to. So I mean, they may be trying to save that money and not bring in, you know, bring in another big contract because they've got good homegrown talent right there. So, all right. Well, that's going to move us down a little further in the Western Conference. So, Miles Turner to the Grizzlies. I like this Pelicans. Now I'm going to give you what I think right now. So this is a very young team and this is a really good team this year. And mm-hmm. I hope Zion gets back out on the floor soon because I want to see him out there and I want to see him in the playoffs this year because mm-hmm. I think they could make, I wouldn't want to play new Orleans in the playoffs this year at all. Um, now while this guy's been filling in very, very nicely over the last couple of weeks, I think that the, the one, I mean, you look at, you know, CJ McCollum, who's kind of a two and a one, um, you know, uh, Valanciunas, he's, he's fine. I wouldn't do anything with him. You know, when you get, you know, like right now, Brandon, Brandon Ingram's hurt right now, isn't he? Yeah. 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 God, everybody's yeah, always like hurt. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. been out so, for a while. But he's productive when he's here, but you look at the guys that they have, they have open and you really, th- this team, it's, it's young and there's not really a, veteran on the team that's won really anything um so i'm gonna throw one out here and it's it's a little bit out of left field but fred van vliet i don't think that's out of left field i think that i think toronto's gonna make the effort to get rid of him yep this is a guy he's averaging 18 points a game right now he's still very productive he's a little bit older i think he's 28 now um so i mean he's not he's not super young he is ridiculously undersized but i don't really think that i mean he's generously listed at six one i don't believe that um but i look at a guy like him who has you know he has a chip now even though you know it was the weird toronto year mm-hmm. i think you get a guy down there i think you get a guy down there like fred van vliet um and i'm not saying you go ahead and trade uh jose what's his name Veraldo. Alvarado. 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 I'm so sorry. Yeah. Someone like him. I don't necessarily think you trade him, but if you're Toronto, you probably try to get someone like him, you know, you know, on a small contract that can, they can help you. But I just think that if you, you have a, a decent facilitator and a decent score, you have McCollum on there. Who's still a great score, Zion Ingram, and then Valanciunas. And then you got Herb Jones coming off the bench 
you know, in small starts. And he's, he's definitely the odd man out this year. And it's not even his fault. I don't even think it's Herb's fault this year. He's just, there's just so many better players this year. He just kind of fell to the wayside. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping he can find his way, but you know, Najee Marshall, man, just Najee Marshall. Yeah. Another one, another one. So um, I think they are one piece away with that. Um, What do you, how do you guys feel about that one? I love it. Um, I do love I think, that a lot. I think actually. he makes a ton of sense there. I think a guy like Gary Trent could be awesome in New Orleans. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, I know, is going to be the name everyone throws everywhere. I think the two teams we've talked about the most, Cleveland and New Orleans, I think he'd be tremendous for either one of them. Yeah. Um, and I think you I, can make a fair deal for him. I yeah. think I I would I think I would rather have kuzma in cleveland to be honest with you i think he would be a fan that's a great fit down there actually i like i just feel like the knicks are going to be the ones that make a move for kuzma i don't know if it makes the most sense and no no it doesn't and 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 he's going to be that guy who ends up getting a big contract with new york who's you know going to be he's going to be one of those guys who just gets a big contract in new york yep and he'll average he'll average you know 12 points a game We'll have one big New York Knicks shot. Everybody remember for that shot. And 36% then, from three. And then, yep. And then that'll be, he'll be another guy that makes 22 million a year. He Man. makes one big shot. And it's like, I, uh, I love Kuzma to Indianapolis. I love Kuzma to Indiana. Honestly, I've saw that. Yeah. I've seen those I, I like that. Day. I like that as well. I like that as well. Um, now I'm going to get down to the team that I think is truly one, one, person away and it's only one person away because i think they have the best player in the nba this year the dallas mavericks um now i don't like the way this i've I've talked about i don't like the way this roster is constructed but Mm -hmm. luca is so good he is he's one of those guys who can drag his whole team up a hill there's not many guys that can do that right now right like lebron james did that michael jordan did that those were guys that literally dragged a team up a hill without you know, uh, you know, having like a big second banana on the team or a third banana. Um, Christian Wood has been decent this year. Um, decent. So, so, yeah. And yeah, so, so, I mean, he has spurts where he's great, but he's not his long-term running mate. Right. I don't think that. Um, obviously they're a few pieces away and they have, they have some nice role players. You have Tim Hardaway Jr. That kind of stuff. It's, it's fine. There's nothing. He'll be traded. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's not there, but cause you got to think at a certain point, Luca is going to be like, you got to, got to get me some better players at this point. I can't keep doing the heavy loads and, and I don't want to play Dallas. I actually, no, I'm, I'm gonna, let me rephrase that. I don't want to play Luka Doncic in the playoffs this year. Right. At all. Like Oh seven LeBron. You're like, Nope. Well, stay I away. Mean, just, just ask, just ask, you know, the Phoenix suns last year. So it's like, you know, yeah. I, he single-handedly just took them ruined down. the Suns, like ruined Ru- them. Oh, they've never they haven't recovered. Yeah, they have not. They're recovered. the eight, they're the eight seed this year because they realized that that was their one window and they blew it, which and is something that the, which is something the Phoenix Suns do every ten years. Yep, literally, they were like, "We'll get these blue jerseys." And everyone's like, "Those are awful." And now your team sucks. <laughs> it was the jerseys. It wasn't that DeAndre Ayton. Uh, ended up <laughs> ended up being forced to come back because they were like, "Well, we're going to pay you." He's not happy. He's not. No, he producing. hates it. He hates it. He, he doesn't want to be it. there. He doesn't want. Because he hates it. 
you like i'm not like i'm not mr body language but when you watch the sun you see Aiden out there and he like sets a screen he just like puts his shoulder into the guy you're like he's like yeah that's whatever <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm still getting, hey what's up i'm still getting paid i don't really care so but, he's like look at this he's looking at the standings in indiana he's like man that looks so nice yeah, but yeah. Oh my God, that was. Oh gosh, I wish that happened. I would have got pictures, oh. season tickets, and just split them with you guys. I oh know, my God. Yeah. Well, and the th- and the thing is, I mean, he's only hurting himself right now too, because nobody. I don't. I, I wouldn't trade for him right now. No. Yeah, I he looks disinterested. He looks disinterested. Why do you want some guy who can't even buy into a good team? Like, right. <laughs> like, like you have you have Devin Booker. You have one of the greatest point guards of all time on your team. Uh, you have Mikhail. Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, who's great. And it's like you have this great team. And it's like you know. So and you know and and he's and he's stuck there till when the summertime. Yeah, he and uh, I think after this after the summer. Is he could be traded to anyone but the Pacers this year? Yeah, yeah. But after the summer is when he's open to be traded anywhere. That is a team. I don't think the Phoenix Suns are one one move away by any stretch. I think that they're just done. I think that I think that they're little little. I mean, they might go on a little run after the All Star break. Yeah. I don't know, but Chris Paul's not turning twenty three this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I, so going back to Dallas. I know we've talked about Dallas quite a bit over the last couple of months, a lot. Sure. But I think it's warranted because they have a player that's so great. Yeah. Yep. Who's, who's a good running mate for Luca? Like an honest to God, good running mate. And this is going to have to be a guy who is going to take them to the next level. Pascal. Yeah. He, Pascal. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah. Okay. That He's was, that guy, man. See, that was what I was going to say initially, but I just didn't want to keep throwing him everywhere because I think he can help a lot of teams right now. It's true, but... I still love my Orlando Magic Pascal Siakam thing I threw out last week. It's not going to happen, but if I was Orlando, I would do it in a heartbeat to start building for next oh, year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, putting him down there on the three. Let's do mm-hmm. it. Let's do it. Be so fun. Him and Paolo. Oh, yeah. There's, but so, yeah, so we've got we've got like six teams that are maybe are one player away from being being relevant right now and i don't know i feel like at a certain point when you're right there and the west is completely open yeah the east not so much i mean the top two teams in the east i i mean we're we're probably gonna get we're probably gonna get boston and and you know brooklyn in the conference finals unless the bucks came in and not to say the bucks have not been great too they've been they've been awesome too but yeah. they just right. you know with chris middleton's injury and you know everything else that's been going on i just that's been out yeah, that's been, been out yeah mm-hmm. so and it looks like uh uh everyone's favorite player might be on the trade block uh grayson allen so and, you know so <laughs> every fan base is like please don't please right. please don't um yeah. actually this just popped my head do you guys like the idea of because we don't we all agree kind of Minnesota's not going anywhere? Do you guys like the idea of um, D'Angelo Russell with Luca? No, no. Okay, no. Okay. I'm out, I'm I'm totally out on him. It's like he forgot how to play basketball and he doesn't know how to play with anybody. The only team he was able to lead one team. It was a lightning in a bottle moment, and it's over with. I'm convinced. I wouldn't be you- shocked that the Lakers trade for Russell at the deadline just to get off Westbrook's contract. <laughs> I would yeah. not. 
why don't they just keep him at that point? Right. <laughs> like, just a full-fledged, just like, let's just get rid of this money. Take this. Right. Here's Pat I, Beverly, too. You I love that. Back. I love that kid in L.A. <laughs> I loved him there. I think that – oh, God. I, that would be hilarious. I think the Clippers are a team, too, is probably going to like – people are going to be calling them for guys. Not Kawhi yeah. and Paul George by any means, but, like, don't you think Dallas would love to have, like, a Trey man? Like, yeah. he's not going to, like, win them the title, but he's piece one. Um, You know, like, a Luke Kennard, like, someone's going to be like, we need a scorer off the bench. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd, take a, I'd take a flyer on Luke Kennard. Yeah, you all would. <laughs> He's very productive. <laughs> Milwaukee would love to have Luke Kennard. They'd be like, what do we need to send you? Say less. Just yep. <laughs> we'll send the Uber to pick him up to take him to the airport. We'll do we'll take care of it all. <laughs> would you guys like Grayson Allen and the ghost of Serge Ibaka? <laughs> <laughs> Serge is like, you get to go back to LA? Let's go. All right. Let's do it, right. baby. Let's do it. <laughs> What I'll do is I'll sit on the bench, and if someone gets hurt, I might shoot one three, and that'll be yeah. it. I'm Ooh. good. I still have a fun one to put next to Luca. Let's go, Alex Caruso. It, he's fun to put next to, but he's not a guy that takes you above and beyond. I mean, you win with Alex Caruso. Like the record book says, you win with Alex Caruso. So, all right, yeah. okay, maybe not a I'm title. You need another piece. Well, then what's the point? What are we even doing here? How many, like, Cleveland is basically number one on their move away. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's basically the conversation starts and finishes with them. Yeah. I think Memphis is there, like we talked about. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if Memphis won the West this year. I don't know if they will, Oh, but I would not be shocked. Um, West, yeah. West is completely open, and I still wouldn't want to go up against the Warriors in the playoffs this year. I wouldn't want to do it. They could be nope. literally like they could purposely paying possum. They could person they they could purposely be paying playing possum this year and just being like, you know what, we're just going to coast into the playoffs and then we're going to just let them have it. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Clay, best thing that happened to Clay Thompson shot. Is that yeah. yeah is that well, it's the best thing that happened is that Steph got hurt because then they're yeah. like, oh, well, now well, we got to defend. Now we're gonna now we're gonna give you as many shots as you want. He was like, "Yep, I found my well, stroke. Here we go." Well, and Jordan Poole, you know, he's another guy who's gotten some valuable minutes this year yep. and been able to like you know go out there and and you know play through mistakes. I mean, they've lost a lot at home or <laughs> away. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. but you know it it gives it gives some of these guys confidence. But you know, it's like James Wiseman. What are we even doing here? You guys yeah. taking a flyer on that guy? I don't think Golden State's ready to give up on him from everything I understand. Okay. So, okay. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I just, you know, I think that they still, because they sent Jordan Poole down to the G League, and that's when he became who he is now. Mm-hmm. So I think that they kind of have that belief. Um, yeah, man. I think this is this is a fun conversation. I don't know if I'm taking a flyer necessarily on that, but there are a lot of dudes that like, we talked about here that I'm like, please do this happen, make this happen. I think some teams just need their PJ Brown, right? Like what the the Celtics did the year they won the title and they went and got PJ Brown at the deadline, and Sam Cassell, and you're like, oh boy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was a good one, Sean. I like that. Okay. That well, thanks. Hmm. Well, Ben, I think you got to take the next heave next week. Absolutely. Um. If you're still hanging out with us, I hope you're having more fun with this than you are the national championship game right now. Um, 
because TCU has nice uniforms. Dude, this is a crying shame. Yeah, and DeMar DeRozan got hurt, so the Bulls are definitely yeah, I saw that. Boston now. So, oh, oh, what? Oh, so so we're hurt now. We're going places. That oh, team. Oh man! As soon as you bring them up, man, you just. <laughs> Do you think that was like a like? Hey, we're playing too well. Your cap hurts. Yeah, we're yeah. playing too good. You gotta you gotta shut it down a little bit. Yeah, right. He probably just wants to get traded. <laughs> I cannot wait for that book. How everything fell apart for the Bulls by Darnell Mayberry. Because mm. he's been there for every step of the way. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think with that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this week's episode up. Uh, it looks like Josh did not make it in time. That's totally okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm on my way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. This is obviously a lot of fun. Uh, if you get a chance, like always, if you're watching this on YouTube, whether you're watching it live or on the repeat, thanks for tuning in. Uh, take a couple seconds to subscribe to the channel. It goes a long way to help us out. Uh, please, 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 if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever the hell you find your podcasts, go ahead and give us a nice solid five-star review. Follow us on all the socials at 48 Minutes Network. That's N-T-W-R-K, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, or Twitter. Uh, you can find us there. And as always, if you want to support the brand, like me, Yay! Oh, there, there it is. There it is. You can go. I wore, too. My, I wore my new one to the game the other day. Very nice. Very very nice. You're a good soldier, Sean. <laughs> you can go ahead and go to 48minutesbasketballnetwork.merchmake.com where you can support the brand. So on behalf of Ben and Sean, uh, we're gonna go and wrap this up. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>